Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Fight Diggy, Tribe Called Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Ab Soul. This is K.O. And you listening to the Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives. This is show that you come up on, yeah. This is spot that you come up strong. Hey, welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chettle, host and founder of the Come Up Show. And to our new followers that we brought, and that people who've been following us on iTunes and SoundCloud, because of our interview with Dame Funk. Welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. I'm glad to have y'all. I've been getting some great feedback from that interview, and we've got a lot of new listeners, and uh, we're going to hold it down each and every Wednesday. Make sure you check out our previous catalog. This interview that I am proud to present today is from our Lost Files. You know, once in a while, I go in our Lost Files, I bring an interview up that never came out for some reason. And this interview is with Brian Espiritu, the founder of Legends League. Without further ado, let's get into the conversation. Let's go. In your interview with uh, the Grid CEO, you're explaining the Legends League meaning. You said that the legends are the people and the stories, good or bad, uh, that influence you to be the person that you are now. Yep. So tell me some of the good and bad influences that are influencing you to be the person that you are today, Brian. Holy shit! A lot of the, most of it is negative. To be honest, uh, I came up in a pretty. Uh, pretty shitty kind of way you know abusive household and whatnot and um, a, a lot of neglect happened there and so a lot of the things that happened to me after I was about 11 or 12 years old uh, were really unfortunate a lot of the things that I saw and you know things that I saw happen to people that were close to me was really messed up and it kind of shaped me into uh, into somebody who was like used to just being raised by doctors or speaking to psychiatrists and I think that's why I'm as candid and as open as I am I also, you know, I was a young father, so that changed my life real quick. And I suffer from, or suffered from, a lot of depression and schizophrenia and all kinds of shit. So most of the stuff that I get influenced by right now is, or, you know, at least coming up has been negative. But yeah, I mean, good stuff, you know, things with my daughter, like, that's about it. Or like being in love with people, you know what I mean? You said uh, there's no room for vulnerability in this game. I'm trying to, so I'm trying to build some. Yeah, yeah. What does it feel like when you're vulnerable and you share that thing that is dear to you and you don't know how people are going to react to that and you just put it out there? Of course. I mean, the way that we did it or the way that I did it in terms of like how I started this shit was I wanted to show a a sense of vulnerability. I wanted to show people that like, you know, it's okay to to open up about the shit that's going on with you because sometimes you got to put yourself out there, man. Like in, in order for other people who may be struggling from the same things or have the same experiences... Uh, to feel like they're normal, you know what I mean? Like, not not feel so isolated. Um, and I realized that, you know, that put a target on me in terms of, like, being clowned or, you know, being uh, being mocked for my, for my vulnerability and my openness. But at the same time, it's like, you know, by me doing it, I think I opened a lot of, a lot of people's eyes who may have been going through the same thing that, like, yo, you could still do ill shit. Uh, you could come from, like, a, you know, ill kind of background. And not feel like you're shaming yourself uh, by being open. You know what I mean? It's just how you how how people interpret it. But um, I mean, it is it is kind of scary uh, to do it. But at the same time, now that I got a team and uh, I've been able to speak to other people who have been influenced by what I've been doing, 
it makes me kind of it makes me more aware of the fact that what I do is important. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's valuable for me to be vulnerable. And if if somebody wants to take shots at me, I'd much prefer to be the person who is who's who's shot at or targeted than anyone else that I care about. And you're being authentic. You're being shot at for who you truly are. Yeah. Not trying yeah. to put a uh, yeah. you know a social you know mask. Like I. I do give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't give a fuck about what most people give a fuck about, but I, when I say that I give a fuck, I mean that I actually care. I care about people, you know what I mean? So, like, I think for the most part, people want to project this, like, I don't give a fuck about my life, and, like, you know, I just do foul and wild shit, you know what I mean? But, like, you do stuff like that, and your influence is kind of messed up, you know? People think you're cool for the wrong reasons and shit, so, you know, I, I never want to I never wanna project that to anybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to project myself as somebody who's like, "Yo, I don't give a fuck" because it's cool to be reckless. That's not me at all, man. Like, I've done reckless shit in the past. I'm not a fucking pushover. Yeah, I am vulnerable, and I show that vulnerability. But like, you know, I fucking care about people, man. You know what I mean? And that's why people care back. Is it safe to say that Jamison was the liquor of choice through the recording process of this mixtape? And why? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what, man? Like, I um, I grew up drinking like the white liquors, and uh, you know, it didn't do so well for me. And I just I drink Jameson all the time, and it was always it wasn't always like that, but it was like steadily like that. It was just something that I always did, or at least leading up to the recording of the album. And so I would just always come through, and like you know, when I was young, I was I, I lived on Jameson Avenue. You know what I mean? So like. It was funny that I was like steadily drinking Jameson as if I was living on it still, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, when we would be in the studio and shit, I would just bring Jameson through, we would bring Jameson through, Jamie or whatever, and we would just be like, yeah, I'm on that Jameson app. So it was definitely something that that, that was present in the studio for sure. My man, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I think we left off on Jameson, yeah, yeah. the liquor. Yep. Uh, so are they, they're a sponsor of tonight's event? How did that happen? You can put it in the interview that Andrew Richmond just gave me a glass of a, a Jameson. Yeah, to be honest, I was like two guys from my team, um, Addy and Adam, who's on the, who's on the, uh, on the album. Addy's uh, Rich Kid's manager. Him, along with George from the venue, they contacted Jameson. And, I mean, it was kind of a no-brainer, but at the same time, I was worried because we have the Jameson Avenue design. They contacted them, and the, the, the ambassadors were like, yo, we're down to do it. And then, funny enough, I was, like, kind of pissed at them, like, yo, what the fuck? You know, are you not thinking about the fact that we might get a cease and desist and blah, blah, blah? And they were like, yo, like, this is ill. Like, the, the reps were like, this is ill. We love it. Can we get a Can we get a shirt in our size? Like, it was crazy. So I had nothing. I personally had nothing to do with sponsorship. Okay. It's Addy and them. They're so business-minded that... Yeah, it, it, yeah those guys are great, man. I, I, this is what I'm saying, man. My team's been fantastic. With your pop-up shops, yeah, I think you guys are going to continue to say, I'm going to quote you. You said, we wanted to feel like you were doing something illegal, so we used to t uh, park uh, a truck in an alley and have no fixed address. Yep. There's a pirate mat um, on the internet yep. where we're going to be. Yep. People love the novelty on it, so we're going to yep. push it this year. So tell yep. me a little bit about that. Uh, I can't really say much about how we're going to do it, but uh, it's definitely going to be a little bit different in terms of like the way that we do our pop-up shops. Mm -hmm. This is one of the examples. Like I don't know anyone who's done a pop-up at a at a concert and this is different we're not just selling merch uh, i think people assume that we were gonna have merch this is like you know we got a bar we got jameson on board everyone that buys gets you know complimentary shots and shit the vibe is just a lot different so we want to make sure that moving forward this, the way that we do the shops the way that we present the retail is a lot different than than what most people are doing because 
I'm not every other brand. We're not every other brand, man. And I think that people get it fucked up. Um, we're not, and I don't mean that in like a boastful way. I'm just saying that we've been different from the beginning, and we want to make sure that that shines through in the way that we do our pop-ups. We don't even want to call them pop-ups anymore, man. Congratulations on the success so far. What? How are you treating the success? Is it weird? You fucking like not know what to do with it yet. Is it real? Does it even feel like success? Like, how are you dealing with? You know, we're at the pop-up shop concert right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This venue is basically gonna be rammed. I know it all. Like, is. and like, look at the lines of people trying to get in it right now. Like, how do you deal with this, man? Again, it's the same thing as like being vulnerable and you taking the shots. Like, my team is is great, man, and I never want them to feel the pressure or the the responsibility to to be a face for the brand. You know what I mean? And so, like, in terms of the the like what's happening, I'm happy for my guys. You know what I mean? And like, and I mean the guys who work for the Legends League as a brand. I'm happy for them. Because, you know, they get to reap the benefits of this type of shit. But they're not targeted in terms of, like, having to do these motherfucking interviews. Um, no, I'm kidding. It's cool. Like, I don't, it's, it's really, really crazy to, to be in a situation where people want to talk to you and want to ask you questions, right? I love it. I'm very fucking happy. But it's always somebody else telling me that it's, we're doing better than it than I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Because my mind is, like, success for me has, has nothing to do with, like, the money. Or it has nothing to do with, like what the turnouts are whatever it is like it's this is just the love like this is I don't look at this as like the success part you know what I mean I think when when I know that the guys that work for me feel like they're safe they have security then I'll be like yeah we've we've reached some level of success you know because it's it's so much better to put your team on and to like you know give a meaning to people and what they're doing and like it, oh, yeah, that just no feels so good, man. Yeah, you know. No I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, like Bobby, he's he's uh, been my partner in the brand for like you know five years or something like that. He had a brand before called Redef, and we actually did a collaborative shirt back in the day. Um, if you own that, you're the fucking shit. But anyways, <laughs> and it was like this thing where I was like, yo, I'm already kind of doing this. If you want to get down, like let's get down and let's make sure that your dreams still come to fruition. Maybe through the Legends League, but let's just make sure that that happens. And it's the same thing with like uh, Andrew and Adrian Campania, like. And even like TG, like to get them, yeah, like just I just want to make sure that these guys still get their dreams out. You know what I mean? And if it's through the brand, then so be it. Yeah, I'm gonna share like a brand new article that came out of the New York Times, and it was talking about the three things that people have who are really successful. And then the first one is uh, a deep-seated belief in themselves. The second appears to be the opposite, like insecurity, a feeling that what you have done or what you've not done is not good enough. And the third is impulse control. Okay. Uh, so tell me about how those work. Does that, does that apply to you where you might believe in yourself and what you're doing? Oh, yeah, the yeah. second one is insecurity. Yeah. You're like, oh, I haven't done shit. Yeah. And the third is yeah. impulse control. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's all re- it's all relevant. Like, you know, before I really started getting successful, I'm going to start backwards. But like the whole impulse control thing was just like, you know, I'm a fucking alcoholic, man. You know what I mean? And I'll openly admit that. I've been to AA. I, I got arrested for a DUI. You know what I mean? Like... I, I have my last like real arrest were a, you know a few assault charges that I caught just being drunk and like you know fighting with people and shit um, and like you know I used to abuse pills and shit and just like you know when I when I took hold of that and I did gain control of that my life completely changed man like when I went sober my life just entirely changed and the way that it's relevant now is that you know if I can manage you know how I handle my stresses and don't like you said like the whole impulse if I don't impulsively go to the bar or like do some foul shit 
the brand will continue to grow and the success will continue to happen. And I, I see that when it comes to like having insecurity or any level of insecurity, people know that I'm not, I'm not a really a boastful guy. Like, you know, I always second guess myself with everything. So that's always been something my whole life that that's been there because I've always been told that I was different or something was wrong. And then the whole uh, confidence in the things that I do, that's just starting to come around. Like this year, maybe, where people are like, yo, you got to recognize that like what you do is valuable or whatever. And, and you know, I'm, I'm starting to see it. So my confidence comes in my work and the people that work with me more so than it does me feeling like I'm the shit. Uh, sometimes I separate myself too much and I don't give myself credit for stuff, but that's part of my personality, man. That's just how I am. But those but things it, are definitely relevant, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. If anything, it helps you go harder. Yeah, definitely. Like, you, you're not compl- you definitely won't be complacent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me how you manage those, the, the impulse where, like, impossibly you don't go to the bar or whatever. Like, how do, how do you, like, really, like, manage that shit? Have, you know what, man? It was weird because, like, it, if it was just me, if I was just on my own, I'm sure I would just drink myself into a, a, an oblivion. But I got a responsibility to people, man. And whether it's, like obviously my daughter and like that's that's the thing I think that most people want to hear is like or think that they should say is oh I got a responsibility to my daughter so that's what I do but like I'm never like ignorant when I'm around her and people go okay well how do you how do you drink and do all this shit on the side um, and face your your daughter well I also have sex with women and I don't fuck women in front of my daughter you know what I'm saying so like I'm not doing anything stupid I'm not doing anything reckless but uh, when it comes down to the impulses it's like I got her to look out for um, because I want to, you know, I want to be a good role model for her. And I got my team, man. Like, I can't just be slacking. So, and it's like, you know what? I'm getting older, man. And, like, I don't want to decay. You know, your health only happens once. You're, you only get one body. You got to value it, man. So, I'm not trying to die anytime soon. Anything else that you want to say to the people out there, man? Uh, following you. If I can say anything, man, it's like, know your worth just as a human being. I think that uh, we're getting really used to valuing people for what they provide in terms of creativity and belongings, like possessions, and that's very ridiculous. That's not something that we should be doing. You got to value people for what they are offline um, and what they bring to humanity. This, all this shit, and I say it a hundred times, people shouldn't be lining up for anything other than food, water, or shelter. The clothing doesn't matter. I really think that if... If people really listen to what I've been trying to say, they realize that the clothing is just a way for for people to wear it, to really wear the message that I'm trying to get out there. Because I want people to care about humans. You know, that's more important than all this shit. And that's Brian A. Spirit Two Legends League, the Come Up Show, where feel good music lives. Thank you for listening to the Come Up Show podcast. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Brian A. Spirit Two from Legends League inspirational guy that is a guy that I definitely follow and I know is among a lot of people as well to respect the work that he does in the community yo we got some concerts coming up some contests that we're giving away for concerts one of them is the future island with ice cube push a t Earl Sweatshirt, and so much more. So make sure you sign up for the Come Up Show newsletter on how you can win tickets to Future Island coming soon in August this month at TD Echo Beach. Go check out the information at thecomeupshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to the Come Up Show podcast. My name is Shadow. Peace.